Support for this podcast comes from Walgreens. Let's start with everyone out there who loves a good story. Now, narrow it down to all those passionate podcast listeners who are dedicated to living their best life. That's you, right? Well, Walgreens created a new, easier way to shop, save, and stay well just for you. It's called My Walgreens. And when you join, you'll discover personalized deals, instantly earn unlimited rewards, and receive real-time local health alerts. Join for free at MyWalgreens.com. Exclusions apply. I'm fielding all questions about HBCUs for those who didn't go, for those who did go. Like, what the fuck is a HBCU? It's a historically black college and or university. It's where I learned about Fifth Ward, Fourth Ward. It's where I drove from Atlanta to New Orleans to go to the Bayou Classic, which is everything. It's a big ass party in New Orleans at the Mercedes now, but it used to be the Superdome in New Orleans, possibly. Me and my boy rode in Nissan Altima. He drove down from Tennessee State, came to Atlanta. We drove them eight hours. I was by myself. Let me tell y'all something about uh, road trips. If you're riding shotgun, you're not supposed to go to sleep. That's one thing I learned in college. It's very rude to the driver. I was driving. And I had to stop for gas in Alabama. Never stop for gas in Alabama. If your do the paper bag test. If your skin tone is darker than the paper bag, never stop for gas in Alabama. I don't give a damn what year it is. I don't give a damn if you if the day after Obama was elected. I don't give a damn if Trump was like, you know what? I'ma change everything different now. If they had, if Trump wasn't even elected yet and they had MAGA hats in this Alabama gas station. Never stop for gas in Alabama. I don't give a fuck if you got a tan. You got to be, you got to be pristine white. And not just white, you don't got to just be white. You got to be white and comfortable around white people. Because I know white people who are not comfortable around other white people. This is me. This is Dr. Umar Johnson. If he finished all of his prerequisites. That's what I'm giving you right now. Yeah, you got to be olive oil, like darker than that. I want to talk about everything. It's 40 minutes until the 15 year reunion. Morehouse is going to be on the Zoom. Can I post? Can I like leave the link right here on my live? Is that possible? What's up, Gio? Shout out to CAU. What a lot of people don't know is a lot of great comedians and a lot of decent comedians, uh, a lot of decent ones, went to historically black colleges. My man, Roy Wood Jr. from um, The Daily Show, he's a graduate of FAMU. Clayton English, who you used to see on Tyler Perry's House of Pain, but he was the winner of Last Comic Standing. He went to Florida A&M University in Tallahassee. Will Miles, who's written for a plethora of TV shows. 
Hello from Ireland. Pour up some Jameson. A lot of people don't know in America, Irish people and black people used to kick it together in Harlem. Harlem was Irish people and it was black people. And uh, we was just all hanging and shooting dice and drinking and it was all good. We were the best of friends. But then they gave Irish people badges and shit ain't been the same. What's up, Michael Sherman? I see you, pimp. That's just a little history lesson, right? Since I'm wearing tortoise frame glasses, I feel like I have to wax poetic on the history. Micah, anything you ever want to ask a well-educated black dude? Sarah, I remember you used to come to Knitting Factory. And that's where I'll end our trip down memory lane. <laughs> I know, I'm about to add people. Mike, are you there? What's you up? Down, down What's up, buddy? Love, doctor. <laughs> I am um, not dressed for the uh, Instagram live, man. I'm wearing a muscle shirt. I'm at answering questions. Worst bar to end up at in Chicago is anything in Wrigleyville. It Orange don't, Crush. Don't matter. Have you been to Chicago, Micah? I used to live in Chicago. Orange Crush is the worst. That's where they used to do Comedians You Should Know. That's where Hannibal and I used to bomb. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hannibal used to Hannibal, bomb a lot of places. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was kind Hannibal, of his man, thing. When I, I lived in Chicago uh, 2003 to 2005, and Hannibal and, like, Vaderot and T.J. Miller and... C.J. Uh, Sullivan. C.J. Um, bunches of Nate Craig, a lot of great comics uh, came out of that time. But Hannibal was just, he did the same set for two years and kept bombing with it. And I was like, what are you doing, man? So I wrote him off and then he came and stayed at my place in Boston two years later. And I was like, you're a finalist at the Boston Comedy Festival? What happened to stand up? Let me tell you, let me ask you this. Is there a better city that has produced great comics than Chicago? New York. Eddie Murphy and who else? Jerry Seinfeld. He from Long Island. Do that count? Chris Rock. Adam okay. Sandler. Jay Leno. Jay Leno's from New York? Everybody's from New York. But yeah, not, not, not including New York and L.A. because that's where people go. Boston is probably up there. I mean, like from there? Oh, Boston's up there as far as from there. I think like outside of New York and L.A. it goes Boston... Chicago, San Francisco. I will put D.C. before San Francisco. Yeah, okay. Chappelle, um, Wanda, Rory. Um, what's my girl? Oh, um, plenty. Who else is from D.C.? Tommy Davidson. Mm. Natasha Chicago. Rothwell's from uh, D.C. What's my girl? She runs Butterboy in New York with Joe and Maeve. Uh, Joe Firestone. Yeah, with but she runs it with Joe and Maeve. Oh. Uh, Indian. Aparna. Aparna, yeah, yeah, not Charlotte. Yeah, she's from D.C. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good Smith. 
that's a good scene, but um, it's not like I started in the South and there's gigs down there. Atlanta's a good scene. Um, Atlanta's a good Alabama produces a lot of good comedians. They do. I used to go to Atlanta to do, I mean, uh, Alabama to do stand up from Georgia and um, they have a scene. They got a scene. I've, I've actually performed in Alabama a bunch, Roll Tide. Roy, Roy Wood is from Alabama. Oh, yeah? Pr- proudly. I don't know about proudly. He, like, loves, he reps the 205 proudly. You know, when um, when Hannibal did the Bob Ross challenge, I got to talking to him about where his uh, his family's from, and he was telling me he's from Mississippi, or they're from Mississippi. And he's got cousins and stuff down there that he's he's got business ventures with, which I think is totally cool. He was saying he like he owns walls there, and he commissions street artists to paint murals. He started a festival. Oh yeah, in in I forget what city he started a festival. He he did two in one year. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but he started a festival in uh, in Mississippi. My. Mom's side of the family's from Mississippi. Daddy's side is from Alabama. I've never performed in Alabama. I'm scared of it. There's a lot of white people down there that are like traditional white people. You know, I like white- my white people uh, boneless and traditional. <laughs> I like them extra crispy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side of ranch. <laughs> yeah. No, they definitely have a side of ranch down there for you, but. Uh, they, um, they're white people that are still on the wrong side of history. You know what I mean? Um, oh, for sure. Uh, but, but if you show out authentically, they'll appreciate you. Me and Mike are doing the AMA. If you want to ask a black man anything or ask a white man anything. Yeah. Is that, is that what this is? I can ask a, a black man, an educated black man, anything, any question that I've had. Sure. You can ask me too. Okay, but, cool. Yeah. It's for anybody. We just, it's an open forum. Okay. What what uh, better city for what? There's a there's another uh, question on here. If this, oh, he's this one of my classmates. We got the uh, reunion in a few. Will white people ever be on the right side of history? That's a good question. What, what? Well, there are white people who are on the right side of history right now, but we're talking as a as a collective, as a unit. As we got to look like we got treat us. Like if it's not all of y'all, then it ain't none of y'all. Right. Good call. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, what? it's like it's like Corona, like the clock don't even start. It The clock won't even start until y'all all get on the same page. Like the curve won't even go down until you everybody acknowledges that you're fucking up. Everybody stays yeah. in. And you know what? You know, what's required there because black people have been screaming it since 65. White people 18? have to talk. <laughs> Seventeen. No, I mean they didn't scream too loud in 1865, from what I have read. But uh, they couldn't read. That was against the law. Yeah, they couldn't read. They could only scream. They could only scream. Stop it! <laughs> I'm going north. Um, they uh, oh. oh people God. people who people who look like me have to talk to other people who look like me and help them understand that. Black people are not a separate entity of humanity. Sure. I think, I think that a lot of people think of people who look like you as other instead of 
right. someone who can also get coronavirus from me. You like know, we can all. There's a humanity test every group puts on uh, any like alien group. Yeah. And it ain't, it ain't just white people. It's all people. If it's a group of black people, we're a little bit more forgiving on our tests, but it's just like with a group of white people, they have to decide like, oh, he's acceptable to treat naturally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But, like, but, but, but I, I'm only going to do that on a case by case basis. Not, not just go, oh, that's a human being. That person is there. That's a person. Instead of starting with respect, right. prove, prove yourself to me. Everybody prove yourself start, to me. Prove to me that you're a person, yeah. a human. Everybody don't, everybody don't start with an A. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they'll do that for other white people. Hey, how you doing? Come on in. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. Support for this podcast comes from American Express, who is proud to be backing 100 black women entrepreneurs, like Ree Scott, who founded a boxing community for women. Boxing helps women and girls to build their confidence. Or Taylor Long, who founded a clothing brand for all. Everyone should have access to the same style of clothing, no matter their size. 100 Black Women Entrepreneurs. 100% backing of American Express business. Meet the 100 at AmericanExpress.com slash 100 for 100. What's the deal with white men and Asian women? I can't answer that question. You, you. I'm you not can, the, but do you know the answer? I don't think I know the answer. Because I, I, I've seen, I mean, it's been happening since what? Vietnam? Maybe before then, since Marco Polo? <laughs> since um, Genghis Khan? Yeah, any invasion. Yeah. Um, What's the deal with that? I, I honestly don't feel comfortable taking a guess because I'm sure it's different for different people, but like what's generally going on there? I mean, I don't, uh, uh, say it, man. Fuck no, that. I mean, it's seven, it's eight viewers. Talk that shit. What's uh, that? yeah. Is it a penis thing? Is it a, no. is it a ob obedience thing? Mm, it may be a power thing. Asian women just, they assume the hierarchy position in the relationship. What I mean is, um, I think some, maybe some white men get off on, um, oh, I'm going to save you. I'm going to bring you to this country and then you'll be indebted to me for the rest of your life. And that's how I want to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's always been a question for me because I, I see it and I'm like, I mean, it's one thing for two Americans to... That, but, that, but that's... That's, that's not what we're talking... We're not talking about Asian Americans. We are talking about... I'm talking about the whole spectrum. Oh, well, the whole spectrum. I think there's a whole spectrum of reasons, but... Again, you know, I'm probably digging a hole for myself. I, I, don't, I don't have the answer. You're a white man. You can handle a cancel. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can handle a cancel. Uh, my career can't sustain a cancel right now. It's already been canceled. I need a I need a I need a white woman to join in. Can I see if can I see if Rachel wants to join? Like wants to go live with me real quick? Unless what what you unless you want to add some stuff, bro? Because I'm trying to add as many people as possible. Okay. Um, well, I'll, these a lot of these questions look like they're uh, I don't have to answer them so. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, Mr. Jones. Micah Sherman, one of the funniest dudes I know. Very supportive of me. One of the dudes who told me, like, yo, you got to write. Remember? You told me in the hallway at uh, the theater. What theater? On 24th, on 14th? Uh, the, the, the Pit? The Pit. You were like, hey, because we did, we did Old School Sketch Show. Oh, yeah. And I didn't have any pitches. And you like, bro, you got to write. And I started writing. And that's how I got a TV writing job. You and Kevin, um, Kevin Barnett, Kevin both told Barnett. me to write. Rest in peace, man. I love that dude. He is he is great, and uh, he was great. I really miss that guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta write. That's crazy. You got a, yeah. I've been <laughs> you got a TV writing job before I did. See that now your shit now you you are that's reparations. Yeah, that, that is reparate. That's how that works. <laughs> that is exactly how that works. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Hey, my pleasure. See you around. Love you, man. Yeah. Love you, too. Anybody want to join in? We're just answering questions. You got to answer questions on behalf of whatever you are. So, Nicole, if you jumped in, you would answer on behalf of Latina, Latinx. I don't know. Nicole, join in. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out this whole Latino, Latina, Latinx thing. Like, what do, do, because a lot of times with what's going on is I hear from white people what I'm supposed to call different groups of people. Like, that's what I'm told. I'm like, hey, white people will tell me, like, hey, you can't call them that anymore. Or Native Americans. Like, the other thing is spirit animal. Like, White people telling me Native Americans don't like that, but I don't know any Native Americans within calling range to be like, do y'all really feel that way? Or is it just based on what some, some white folks told me? Jenna Bond, if you want to jump in and talk on behalf of black women real quick, somebody, anybody dial in. I'm talking to everybody. You got to just represent who you are and answer some questions based on whatever your demographic is. I asked Michael Sherman, what's the deal with white dudes and Asian women? He had a whole plethora, but he couldn't get into it like that. What's up, Video Dave? My man, Dave. Artist, performer. Yo. Dave, are you from Chicago? I'm from Chicago. What high school? You know I got to ask. Uh, you're not going to respect me afterwards. Don't say some shit like township. Nothing with township in the time. No, St. Benedict High School. North We're answering side. questions on behalf of whatever you are. Oh. So we got two black dudes right here. Right. If you got a question for a black dude, ask it right now. I, I feel them. Uh, I'm Haitian and Dominican, too. So I feel like Im immigrant. And oh, well, let me ask this. Since you right. want to get on the West Indian vibes, what's the deal <laughs> with the homophobia? Yeah, I have my answer. What's the deal with homophobia in the West Indian communities? I don't know where it starts from. I don't know where it comes from, but it's there. 
Um, it's strong, right? Oh, yeah, it's there. It's there. Here's what I was told. I was told because um, during the slave trade, um, white men were raping West Indians. That that's why it's so prevalent? And in, that's why West Indians don't like gay stuff. I mean, but that's, that sounds like what you would be told to <laughs> to, Yo, to the biggest song in the biggest song for like 10 years of my undergrad life was Bon Chi Chi Man Bon. It was about burning. Yo, that song, that, that song, all right, look, everybody, people can look back now, it's 2020, and people can be like, yo, that song is problematic like a motherfucker. But it was a banger, right? Like, it was, the drums every, and the hook and the, the... Listen, I mean, everything stopped when that shit came on. It wasn't even no beat. Motherfuckers just... This. Yeah, but yo, okay, saying. but that music though, that music, that that that's <laughs> that song, that's just do you see what I see? That's like the old Christmas Carol, do you see what I right. see? Right, do, so it's right. like it's a, it's a, everything is a fucking, it's a unqualified banger. You can't be like, oh, no, like that melody, that shit lasted, so that shit was banging. But that song is a problem though. Like, yo, just burn, Chi Chi Man, burn, like damn. It's, and it wasn't like it wasn't like Bob Marley like yo we gotta burn something. It was like a celebration. No, nah. yeah, it was a celebration of homophobia, like straight up <laughs> celebration of it. That's what it is. That's, That's not what that funny. Song yo, here, here, people always ask, yo, can can I make a joke about that? Is that funny? The way that you said that, the, what you said wasn't funny. The way that you said the cadence of what you just said <laughs> was hilarious, and I, I ain't gonna I, make you repeat it. But I word. That's, that's true words, man. <laughs> Janelle James said, gay dudes love bond, burn chichi mine. Yeah, because it's a banger. Black. It's an unqualified banger. Motherfuckers love the song. Yeah. I think black people find know how to celebrate anything. We turn nigga into nigga. Anything below that, we could we could flip it. <laughs> Janelle just said, Janelle just correcting you on the name of the song and shit. First of all, the song is Boom Bye Bye. All right, First yeah. of all, I don't know what they're saying anyway, so it don't matter what the title is. It took, so, so I was dancing to the song for years before I finally understood any of it, and it was like, oh, that's what he's saying. Oh, that, well, I don't agree with that, but yeah. I'm still out here dancing. I was just, I mean, motherfuckers don't, dances. motherfuckers don't know what he's saying in Suavemente, but they're out there dancing. They don't know if they agree. It could be anything. Daddy Yankee, Daddy Yankee could have been saying anything. <laughs> what, what is suavemente about? That shit. What are you doing about. with that gasolina? <laughs> are you burning Chichi Man? Nah, but nah, he just he liked it. He liked the gasolina and give him some more. That's gusta la gasolina, dame my gasolina. Me gusta. He liked it. Spanish. Enough to understand that hook. <laughs> Do you family's... have a question for another group? You have a question for white women. You got a question for. Not I, don't know, I mean, black I'm, women? I'm Haitian and Dominican, and now my, I don't know. I don't even. What do people think about Haitian and Dominican people? You know, it or was like hard the, for me. In that's New York. two separate groups. It's usually not one person. But go I'll, ahead. I'll answer that question as a former Brooklynite. It was hard for me to live there culturally because it's an aggressive uh, nationalism. Where it's like, oh, all the black people in Brooklyn, it's like, it's different. I went to a a, 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 a Jamaican jerk spot in, in Bedside. Uh -huh. I got my food. It took about 40 minutes. I, call, I called the head. It still took 40. 
They ain't start cooking until I got there. I say, yo, can I get a grape soda? She like, we had a grape soda. I'm looking at the grape soda behind her. <laughs> Dude, I just, why treat me like that? Was that a New York why? thing or was that why? a Caribbean thing? Uh, that was a Caribbean thing. That's a that was a Caribbean thing. Why? Because you, you like. Go, nah, I'm just playing. You didn't say hi first or? I gave her money. Yeah, but how'd you approach the money? The money was coming. The money was coming one way or another. When you walked in the door, she knew she was getting your money. She's I judging you a, on how you treat her. Like I had a she's clear getting attitude. your money. It's a story. I had a clear attitude. Shut up, Janelle. <laughs> Janelle said that was hers for later. <laughs> <laughs> she gave I, I was like I was I was about to mouth it and she asked me if I wanted a diet soda, which I needed. I needed diet. I should have been drinking that anyway, but that was so rude. Why she asked you if you wanted a diet? You want a diet soda? <laughs> we got diet soda. No, it wasn't even a question. You want the diet soda? Sat it on the table. Just gave you a diet. Just gave me diet. And I was like, I was too scared to say no. No, you don't say no in a time like that. I mean, I, I went for a haircut once and I told my barber, I was like, yo, just bring it down to like, a, he was, I, like I sat down, he was like, what you want? I was like, you know, just bring it down to like a, about a one all around that faded out at the edge. And he just laughed, like but behind me, you know, he's like, Pfft. I'm like, what? He was like, yo, man, you just, it's about time I just start shaving. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't whatever you want. It's whatever they're going to give you. What, what you need. Sometimes it's what you need. Let me ask you this before, because I, since I got you here, you're Haitian, right? Uh, yeah. Why are y'all, are y'all ever going to get along with the Dominicans? I mean, I'm Haitian and Dominican. I'm both. So who you date? Which women are better? I I have not dated a Dominican. I say Dominican. I haven't dated I don't know what it Dominican. was about me, bro. I what don't know. I mean, it. they used to come for me, and I loved it. Cook, pick me up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I guess I'm more Haitian than Dominican. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I'm both Haitian than Dominican. No, but I, because you asked that question, I'm like I haven't dated Dominican, so I can't. I can't answer. Somebody's asking you a question. They say, have you ever felt like you don't belong anywhere since your boat? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I don't belong with either of them. I don't belong with regular black folks. I don't belong. Yeah, all of them. Because, like, I'm not Haitian enough for Haitians. I'm not Dominican enough for Dominicans. Black folks be like, where are you from? You talk funny. All right. Hey, whatever. I'm talking about my experiences. Y'all follow Video Dave, man. You got something you, you plugging? What's up? Uh, not, you know, just follow my shit. I just put out a video yesterday with a surfboard C. Um, what's it called? Uh, Alkaline Water. That's off my other album, uh, Successful Millionaire Secrets. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need some help? Y'all want to make some money? Successful Millionaire Secrets. I got the secrets to make you rich. I got you the mixtape. Okay? Check Shout it out. Video Dave. Thank you Check for calling in, bro. Yo, peace, man. Thanks for having Love. me. Yeah. All right, I got time for a couple more. We doing ask ask anything, and when you call in, you represent the whole group. This is like history class. When you was the only black person in there, or you was the only white person in there, or you was the only girl in there. I was watching an episode of the Cosby Show. I ain't I'm a, I ain't gonna front. I've been watching the Cosby Show because it gives me comfort, and it's some of the best fucking writing. Let me give you a writing tip, because Nicole asked best writing tips. 
And this is straight from the Cosby show. And you can take it or you can throw it away, like the Usher song. Don't write jokes when you write these scripts. Write humor. Write humor. Let the artists, the acting, make, let them make that funny, the jokes that go within that. You can always throw a joke in to punch it up. Write humor, humorous situations. Thank you, Brando. I'm doing great, man. I'm blessed. Nicole, you ready? Call in. Stop playing. Okay, we'll get Matt Sway in here. Till you ready. What's up, everybody? I'm Graham Bunn. So excited to introduce you to Country Shine, where we're talking all things country music. That's right. And I'm Cameron Irwin, co-host and resident country girl at Tinseltown, here to welcome you to the family. Every Tuesday, we'll update you on the latest in country music, culture, and community. And on Fridays, I'll bring on country musicians and all the biggest names in the game. It's a gathering, and we want you here. You can listen to Country Shine with me, Graham Bunn, for free right here on Spotify. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, or Fire TV and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. You ready, Matt? Hello. What's up, Matt? Where are you calling from? I'm from Dallas. Um, I guess I'm responding on behalf of all um, nerds out there, I guess. Cause... Okay. I got questions. Mm-hmm. What, what, okay, this is racially based. So, like, okay. that was a big thing when Idris Elba was uh, in the Avengers. He was uh, him dial. Are you familiar? Yeah. Is, um, is the, how, how strong, because you privy, you on the inside. How bad does the racism get in, like, Comic-Con and comic book culture? Honestly, I've never been to Comic-Con, but... I imagine it's very bad. They freaked out whenever there was just a woman that played Thor. Well, that was in Thor in the in the comic books. There was a woman uh, Thor? Yeah. Basically, um, if I remember right, um, the hammer, like, it's become a thing where, like, uh, someone is worthy of it, can wield it, but if you're not worthy, you can't pick it up. Yeah. So eventually, like, Captain America could, like, pick it up sometimes. Um, and other people that were like worthy, yeah. like world. yeah, it was a time it was, where like it was called something else though. When when Captain America had it in the movie, it was like the Thunder Sword or something. Yeah, I haven't actually watched that movie either. Uh, but I, Jane Foster, yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, uh, he Thor could not wield it anymore because he was unworthy because he did something. So, but the person he's dating in the comics um, was able to wield it. And she became Thor. The problem mm. is, uh, it was only short-lived, I think, because, like, every time she turned into Thor, her, like, cancer came back. So it was eventually going to kill Wait, wait. Anytime she took a man's job, she got cancer? Basically, yeah. <laughs> that is some gaslighting-ass bullshit. Janelle James loves your hair, by the way. She called you a Ken doll. Oh, thanks. 
Not, were you were you doing some drafting or taking a score in bowling? Why you got a pencil? Oh, um, I was uh, writing stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you to... have a question for a black dude or a black person? And it's, 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 this is a judgment-free zone. Okay. Well, um, first person I ever dated um, was black, and this, her stepdad hated me forever. Um, Damn. So is there any way to, like, you know, is there a way to, like, deal with that? Or do you just have to, like, en endure it? My suggestion is don't downplay your privilege just because you're around black people. A lot of times white dudes will be like, well, I'll dress down. Even if, if you come for money, own up to that shit. Oh, like, we black people, we have to be accepting of aunts, cousins, uncles. We're a big unit, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't need more people who can't help out. Right. Come with shit that can help with. Don't try to be like, oh, I'm just like you. You're not. You're not like us. Your experience will never be like ours. What we could use is more privilege. So don't deny your privilege. Next time you go out with a black girl, bring that hair, bring a suit, bring a, whatever you can. I don't know if you come for money or not, but you know, you look like you got nice blinds. They look nice. Get a loan. Help motherfuckers out. And all you got to do is drop one gem. Like, just drop one line from, like, Boomerang or Coming to America. And uh, that's it. You, don't try too hard. Mm -hmm. Don't leave your privilege at home. Anything you want to plug or talk about before I, I – I think I've got time for two more callers. Um, okay. Um, I guess you can check out um, – I'm going to be going on to uh, Couch's Comedy Club tonight. Um, it's an open mic for those who are interested and who are comics. Um, he's on every night from uh, 11 to 2, New York time. So okay. if you're bored or whatever, you can check it out. And um, after the scheduled comics, it becomes an open mic. So, right. yeah. Other That's than that. Dope. Thank you so much, man. We got time for one more. Appreciate you, bro. No problem, man. See ya. All right, we just got to tell one. Can I get a woman in real quick before I go? X-Men were black. Um, fucking uh, Malcolm X. What's up, Chris? Malcolm X was, ba I mean, Magneto was based on Malcolm X, and um, Xavier was Dr. King, even though... This is why I, one thing I got to say to white folks. Dr. King, at the end of his life, did not like white people like that. He said the moderate white person was as worse as the racist white person because y'all don't do anything to change what's going on. Call in, Nicole. You got to be quick, though, because I got to go. Call in, Nicole. We need one woman at least. Silence is a crime. Boom. At the end, Dr. King was like, man, my dream might not happen. He literally said that. All right, this is the last one. We got Nicole. I feel like Black Frazier. Hey, baby, I hear the blues. I call it. What's up, Nicole? Hey, how you doing? Nicole, what is your race? I feel like I knew before, but now I don't. You want to guess? I know I look ethnically ambiguous. You're like Guatemalan, 
a Pomeranian? I have a... (laughs) 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 You know what? I'll take it. Pomeranian sounds delicious with a little bit of that orange chicken. Like a... Like a Guatemalan for sure. No, I'm Bolivian. Bolivian. Through and through. But what does that mean? About, like, you don't have indigenous friends, but all Latinos are part indigenous. So I love. I somebody makes a joke about it, but I love when you say Latinos. You the accent comes out. You can say everything. That's uh, <laughs> everything is like so assimilated. But when you, when you say Latino, you got to say all Latinos are. It, it comes out other parts, but then people make fun of you. But it's annoying. It's like it's yeah. how you say it. It's how you how it's how it's done. But what someone called the... me out and was like, "I don't go to an Italian restaurant and be like Bertucci's," you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Salute. <laughs> um, let me ask you, this Latin X thing. Can you let us know wh- what is that something that you feel strongly about, or is that something white people feel strongly about? I feel strongly about it, but it's because I, I studied it in school. I feel like nobody is into Latinx unless they're like deep diving on the internet or took ethnic studies class or a feminist studies class or something like that. What does it even mean? I know I didn't know the origin. Like, is it denying something or is it acknowledging something? Both. I mean, I think a lot of the language is super, super gendered. Like, there isn't a lot of third space opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, for gender neutralizing stuff so like you know something like el boligrafo la biblioteca or whatever just really showing off my mad skills right? like those something are, like those la are... biblioteca or <laughs> ah, yes. um, uh, yeah so those are things that in English aren't they don't necessitate a gender you don't say the library is a feminine institution you don't say you know gotcha. what oh. thing um okay. and that's just like so deeply embedded in our language um and how we make everything binary how we dichotomize so many things and of course feminine stuff is really tends to be like bottom bitch in most of our culture um okay. so saying something latinx is acknowledging that there you can be you can queer the language and you can exist outside of a gender binary and acknowledge your Latinidad too. Damn. Okay. Cause I had no idea. It's deep. It's deep. And I'm, I'm super open. Whatever somebody tells me about culture, I'm like, cool. But I had only heard it from non um, Latinxes. So I didn't, I didn't, I want to hear directly. Yeah. I feel like probably more, it's more like a queer studies thing where people, are really militant about it. Beautiful. Y'all follow Nicole NC Hammer, which is or don't. It's do it. Do it. She's a comedian. <laughs> I'll say it for her. I gotta go. We about to jump on this Zoom with the Morehouse 15 year reunion. First of all, thank you. I love you, Nicole. You know I do. I'm thank you. you. And I'll see you soon. We're gonna sure. get out of this together. All right. All right. All right. Bye. All right, y'all. I'm headed over to the Morehouse Zoom. Thank you, everybody, who, who jumped in. Y'all the dopest. And uh, come over to the Zoom, man. Find out what it means to be a Morehouse man. Love y'all. Right back. Peace. <laughs>